0: Welcome to the Rooted Deep Podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Carl Horn, Jr. And I'm your co-host, Paula Chang. We're really excited that you joined us here for fresh new content each
1: and every week that we get to share not only the stuff that we're learning but we also get to help you learn new things. Each and every week we pick a book and we talk about some topics from that book and talk about how not only it's helped us enhance our lives, but how it could also help you enhance your life so that you get to be the person you're meant to be and reach your potential. We hope that you are able to receive not only what you wanted to get from this, but we also get to help somebody else's life change. So give this like, share, subscribe, share it out to your friends. Just help everybody know that they too can enhance their life.
0: What is going on, everybody? Hope that you all had an amazing week this last week. I know mine was pretty hectic, but I'm here, you know, by the grace of God. And, um, guys, welcome to another edition of the Rooted Deep Podcast. I am your co host, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr., and I am joined again by my main guy, Mr. Paul O. Paul say what's up bro?
1: you good morning everybody or good afternoon or
0: good evening or good night whoever whatever, whatever time it is when you listen you're watching this whoever's <laughs> watching listening <my> goodness, listening <laughs>
1: listening uh to this um hello and uh you know first of all, just thank you so much for being on this journey with us um thus far um just knowing that, you know, every single day, I actually meant to tell you. Um, somebody reached out to me yesterday Mary, and was just talking about how the things we've been speaking about on the podcast <clears throat> have really been reverberating with like just people's existence and how they've been dealing with certain things when it comes to their ego. And I know this book, especially um, for me, has made me have to take like senses of who I am and just how my ego hits me. And not even in the big ways, right? Because I think a lot of people uh, tend to think ego and they think like big, big stuff, right? Oh, I'm pulling myself or, no, it's like taking senses of like how ego affects me in the little things and how, when I'm not careful, it plays into my decision making. Um, You know, something as simple as like, deciding to work out that day or not um yeah. or when i hop on the scale or when i'm doing a test or something like that so this uh this book has been essential for me personally and it's you know it's amazing to hear every time somebody reaches out and said you know thank you so much we honestly have to thank you guys for listening um because as much as we do love talking about this, we love talking about this, um, but we are really grateful for each and every one of you listeners, um, just for week in and week out, um, taking a listen and you know just coming on this journey with us. And thank you so much also for sharing it out and uh, letting the other people in your lives know what we're going on because that's how we get to spread the message and that's how we get to let people know that you know. Everybody is dealing with the same stuff and everybody's the same. So um, don't feel singled out. Don't feel like you're the only person that has to go through the struggle. And you definitely don't have to go through it alone. Uh, this community will allow us to be able to just understand each other and hand in hand. Wow, that sounds like like we're going on some journey. But hand in hand, um, just get to experience life the way it's meant to be experience
0: and not the way we've been taught to experience it yeah man i you know i <laughs> i second that uh thank you to to whoever that person was that uh you know approached paul about the the podcast because actually i had someone um that i was speaking with yesterday as well man and it's funny i really i have a lot of respect for her and That's one of those people, you know, that when you get a compliment from, you know, or or you get some good feedback from them, you know, it it, kind of warms your heart a bit because you just know the type of person they are and the type of character that they have. And, you know, she just kind of told me, you know, she sees what we're doing with the podcast and she loves it. And it's only a matter of time until it, you know, blows up. And you know that was a that was a great thing for me to hear because you know we don't we don't do this for for numbers you know we don't do this for money like guys truthfully me and Paul haven't even looked at the amount of downloads okay. the amount of listens we get because like frankly we don't care that's not why we're here for us it's like if every episode we can at least impact one person you know or at least get one person to start thinking different or start thinking you know more of themselves empower them then we did our job you know so we we're definitely grateful for everyone that gives us feedback because that's how we know you know that people are actively listening and that's motivation for us to keep going as well uh with that being said this episode is a pretty special episode um just for the main fact that, you know, the very first episode we told you guys that we just wanted this to be personal development for for our listeners. And we would be going through different books, you know, just kind of trying to help you grow, help ourselves grow. Iron sharpens iron. And this episode actually is the final episode in our book, Ego is the Enemy. So <laughs> it's just, it's amazing because, you know, the the growth that, that I feel like I've experienced and, and I know even the growth that Paul has experienced, it, it wouldn't have been possible without this podcast, you know, without doing this book. And just really excited for our next book, that will be starting next week, which is the Wealthy Gardener.
1: Wealthy gardener.
0: So that, man, guys, that one is going to be a, an, another great series of the podcast. But this week, we're going to go ahead and wrap up part three failure in the book. And we'll be finishing with the l- last few chapters, which is draw the line, maintain your own scorecard, and always love. Um, so with that being said, bro, we are, we're in the, we're in the home stretch for this book. And I don't know about you, but I really enjoy being able to read a book where it feels like the author organized it in a well manner, like for instance, with this book, I feel like from beginning to end, it was layered the correct way, exactly how it needed to be, you know, trying to approach ego. Like we went from part one, which was aspire, which was just, you know, trying to start thinking like someone who can reach success, you know, and, and, and getting your ego in check to aspire to be the person you want to be. And then we went to part two of success like okay now you're here how here is how you don't let your ego get in the way of your continued success and we end on part three failure which i think that's so powerful because i think a lot of people might have done it differently bro you get what i mean like like sequenced it differently like they might have did aspire and then from aspire they would have been they would have did failure and then success or they would have done failure and then aspire and then success but I think it's so amazing that this ended on failure because it's like the elephant in the room that a lot of us don't like to talk about you know and the first chapter that was talking about draw the line man it it really just amazed me how Ryan holiday, you know, just throughout the book was able to use different stories from, you know, different historical figures in, in, in history that just had an impact, you know, on, on this earth, you know, they, they left their imprint and with drawing the line Guys, just just to kind of get started on that, drawing the line essentially was talking about how sometimes when we fail, we tend to dig a deeper hole for ourselves. And we let our ego cause that. So like Paul, for instance, it made me think about times where (laughs) something might not have been going too well for me, you know, maybe, and it's, there's so many levels that you can really, you know, talk about this on, but like, for instance, maybe it's a time where I said something to someone that I shouldn't have said, you know, and after saying that, I tried to get myself out of the hole and I just kept talking and talking and talking, When I simply could have cut my losses, I could have drawn the line right there, apologized and been able to move on. And a lot of time we let our pride cause us to just keep digging a deeper hole for ourselves. So drawing the line is all about being able to be honest with yourself and assess like, okay, I messed up. Okay, I failed you know let me cut my losses let me learn from this and let me try and turn this negative into a positive so for me it was just this was a pretty dope chapter bro but i really i'm really interested to to hear how you felt about it and like if there were any specific i guess times in your life you know whether that be recent or uh in the past that you kind of felt like you failed at something, or you weren't doing too well at something, and instead of taking it for what it is and being like, Okay, I just gotta take this L, okay. you kind of just kept digging yourself a deeper hole, and it just turned into an L after another L after another L, you know. Um,
1: well, let me let me start off by saying the fact that. I, like many others, have had to deal with learning how to draw that line and accepting it as it is what it is in that current moment. I think like many people, I have struggled with like learning to see the blame and then put it on myself. Right? So there's a time where like if something would go wrong if I took it. If like I failed at something, I automatically start blaming the things around me and never blame me. You know, obviously, no, I was perfect, and there was absolutely no way I could have failed because I prepped,
0: right? I don't want to interrupt you, bro, but I feel like I have to. I have to ask this question for okay. you to continue to. To say what you're saying, because I feel like you you kind of hit a, a trigger point right there. So, do you think that a big part of drawing the line and being able to draw the line sometimes comes into play with our ego, having, making us have a victim mentality? Oh, that's facts. Okay,
1: that's facts because, like, with our
0: ego, I think that.
1: We build ourselves up, right? Obviously, and I think part of it has to come from, like, that whole believing in yourself uh, mantra, right? You need to have belief in yourself. You need to love you like Kanye loves Kanye. But then I think that we take that <laughs> to the extreme. We definitely take that to the extreme because then it's like, because we think, you know, we're the best things since sliced bread. Right. When something goes wrong, our ego says, nah, it definitely can't be me. I definitely wow. been the reason wow. this went wrong. Say that again. Right? Say that, like again. So it says that It definitely can't be me. I can't be the reason that this went wrong because I am the best for the sauce bread. Or, or I prepared enough according to what I thought was enough. And so that if I don't get into the school that I want to get into, it wasn't because of me. Or if I don't get the grade that I needed to get. definitely wasn't because me, the teacher, was tripping, or they did the stuff. I just did this. I'm not gonna lie. I just was it last week I had or was it two weeks ago? I've had so many tests recently, I don't know which is which. But there was an anatomy exam I had and I went through this exact thing, right? We did some slide section in the test and the teacher was just like move and these slides, right? Just move when I got the grade back, I was like, man, that teacher was tripping. He was going through those slides left and right, like didn't get a chance to look at it properly, all this and that. That was my ego. That was me just not even taking to account that maybe you just didn't study the slides enough. And um, in reality, you should be able to recognize them as soon as it happens. Correct? Right, right. Yeah, so definitely. I think definitely. ego makes it so that you start blaming everything else around you, and you just don't look internally and say, no, I'm the reason this went wrong. I'm the reason I didn't succeed, or I'm the reason that things are not going my way. Yeah. So I think when it comes to drawing the line, there's there's that place where we have to understand that we have to hold ourselves accountable to a very specific level, because one, nobody's really going to hold us to that level as much as we can hold ourselves to, right? So if we stop having low expectations for what we're actually capable of, I think in turn that will turn to where our ego will stop looking to assign blame outside of our being. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely, bro. No, I... Man. (laughs) All right, so we're just going to go ahead and uh, pass the collection plate around. (laughs) My boy is taking us to church today. Listen, that that is all facts because I think a big part of drawing the line that a lot of people don't realize is the fact that you have to be able to assess honestly where you're at and you have to be able to say, okay, maybe it's not other people. Maybe it is me. I remember uh, years ago when I first started doing personal development, I was listening to one of the greatest motivational speakers of all time, uh, Jim Rohn. And I remember the lecture that he was giving or the speech that he was giving uh, With this w- one specific video I was listening to. He was talking about taking full responsibility for your life. And he mentioned that people have this habit of blaming the weather, you know, they blame traffic, they blame their significant other, they, they, they blame circumstance, you know, they blame everything but themselves. And it makes you think, how do you really expect to be successful? How do you really expect to get to the type of life that you want for yourself? If you can't be honest and you can't say, you know what? I messed up. You know what? I should have studied more. I should have left earlier, you know? I have to take responsibility for my actions and for my life because nobody else is going to do it for me. Not mom, not dad, not boyfriend, not girlfriend, not sister, not brother, not nobody. You know, you have to do it on your own. And I think that's a good segue also into the next chapter, which was maintaining your own scorecard because with that, that's also just describing how you can take advantage of self assessment because of maintaining your own scorecard. Basically, it's like you have to bet on yourself. You know, you have to be able to believe that you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. I know the reference in the book that Ryan Holiday used was. Tom Brady you know and they 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 talked about the fact that he was the last pick you know and the year after that the starting quarterback Drew Bledsoe got injured Tom was the starter and that's when they won their first Super Bowl that's when he won his first Super Bowl and it's like a lot of people will try to predetermine your potential and predetermine what you're capable of. But by maintaining your own scorecard, you allow yourself to be in the driver's seat for your life. You know, you allow yourself to be in a position to make sure you are betting on yourself, but not in an egotistical way but in a a humble way you know like you can't let other people put you in a box again you do have to be honest with yourself but you can't allow other people to just predetermine what your life is going to be like you know I 100%
1: agree I think just for the record I don't like Tom Brady. Um, I'm an Ohio State fan, which automatically makes me dislike anybody who came from Michigan. I am also a Colts fan, which automatically disqualifies
0: anybody on the New England Patriots. I'm confused. How you How you an Ohio State fan, but you're you lived in Michigan? I'm so confused, bro. Cool. I will happily answer that. You have an identity crisis going on.
1: That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's why.
0: Um, why? Say it again.
1: I said Columbus, Ohio is God's gift to Earth.
0: Oh gosh, There we go. Okay. Uh, anyway, continue oh, with dude. your story, Paul.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I I definitely think you know that plays into the fact, like with Tom Brady. You now, I will I will say that I do admire that he has belief in himself, and I think a lot of it is a product of how much work he put in. When no cameras are on. How much work he puts in when nobody's watching. Right? You know what? Just because I'm a Colts fan, I'm am I'm I'm gonna reference back to one of the greatest AFC championship games I've ever seen. Um so it was a couple years ago when the Colts are playing the Patriots and the Colts were down like by twenty something points in the fourth quarter. Right? And what was crazy is I remember watching that and thinking to myself, because Peyton Manning was Peyton Manning, he could bring the team back and win, right? But a lot of this also came from the fact that I also knew that in the offseason, Peyton was sitting there studying the game tape. He was memorizing, you know, schemes that defenses were playing to the point that he was so good that he could say one word at the line. And as a result, the entire defense would shift. And so he had have everybody where he wants them to be. He was the puppet master. And so while everybody was looking at it like, there's absolutely no way they can come back from this. There's absolutely no way they can make up this point. differential. Here was somebody who said, we put in the work. I know we can do it. All we have to do is just get it done. Right? to in that game same thing same thing with Tom Brady where they were down against um, the Falcons or they against against smack was it 28-3 or something like that and yeah 28
2: yeah 28-3 I believe 28-3 yeah. and here comes Tom Brady who we
1: only ever see him on a Sunday on the script right but in the other six days he's studying tape he's putting in the work he's working out, he's running routes, he's throwing balls, he's thinking football, breathing, football, being football. And so when it comes time to perform, he's been betting on himself. Right? Like he knows that because he's actually done what it takes to win, he's gonna get it. It's only a matter of just doing it at that point. And I know this translates into a lot of like what we do, a lot of what the people listening to this podcast do, is that A lot of people don't even realize that they put in so much work and all they have to do now is, as Eric Thomas says, execute. All they got to do is just execute, execute, execute. And with that execution, I think people have to not look at it like I'm all high and mighty and I'm going to get this done. But no, I put in the work so I'm going to get this done. Do you hear hear the difference in that? Right. One, One is filled with ego. One is filled with purpose are coming back to them. So the one full of ego is, you know what, just because I am who I am and people believe in me and people have seen what I've done, uh, there's obviously no other way I can accomplish this. And the other one with purpose is, because I am who I am, and because I put in the work to become who I am, and because I spend time crafting who I want to be, I'm gonna accomplish this goal. But so I think that, um for a lot of us, we just have to believe in ourselves in the way that because we've actually put in the work to accomplish something, and right. we can actually better ourselves to get it done, no matter what the odds, no matter who comes up against us, no matter who believes and does not believe in us. I think that's where things can shift for us, ego-wise, right? I think that's where things can suddenly start to move upward because now we're not looking at ourselves like, I'm
2: gonna get this done because I am who I am, but I'm gonna get this done because I've done what I needed to do to become who I am. Right. No, bro, I I, I definitely agree with you. And I think I feel like this chapter is is kind of like a double edged sword because I think on the other hand, maintaining your own scorecard is about also drawing the line and also knowing to keep your ego in check because I think sometimes what can happen is that we can get into this habit of getting a little a little too cocky you know when when we get into a groove and things start going well for us and I think that because of that we need to be able to keep ourselves in in check, because it's very easy to kind of start going down a, a a slippery slope when you're getting too cocky and too full of yourself. Because of that, I think that maintaining your own scorecard is also connected to being able to say I have work to do you know I'm not where I'm at I'm not where I want to be at so I need to keep grinding I need to keep growing you know I think it's it embodies not being complacent as well because that also is a part of ego no I'm good I got it no I've, I've, I've been studying I know my stuff. I looked at it. Oh, I know this. You know, and sometimes that, that may be true, but you have to be able to get to a point where you can literally separate your ego so that you can be able to self-assess honestly. Um, So the last chapter that Ryan Holiday ended with And I thought it was such a a great way to end the book was always love. And man, (laughs) man, 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 man. If you know anything about ego, you know that your ego can really stop you from loving other people and showing love like you should. Because as human beings, we are so... We're so prone to if someone hurts us, we have to hurt them back. If someone does wrong to us, we got to pay them back. And there's been many times in my life where I wanted to do that. And maybe I did do it or I tried to do it. And then I just realized, like, you know, this really didn't get me anywhere. And if I would have just put my ego in check I would have realized that love was 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 the answer you know love was the reply that I should have given to someone who did me wrong and I know even in the in the chapter it talked about how you need to look at it from a standpoint of if someone does you wrong or tries to embarrass you, you know, that's not a reflection on you. That's a reflection on them. And I think if we can start to kind of think like that, we'll start to navigate things differently when people do wrong to us. Because I mean, we're all human, which is the other the other part of it. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to Do something wrong. We've all said something to someone we shouldn't have said or done something to them that we shouldn't have done. And we just have to be mindful not only of our response when we're in that situation, but also be mindful of how we are treating people so that we don't put them in a position where they have to choose love over revenge you know what i mean um but i thought this was just such a a great way to end the book because what's that quote (laughs) it's like love conquers all like it's cliche it's cliche but you know like it, it it is really true you know i think in the face of adversity in the face of of negativity love really does conquer that You know, so I just thought that was such a beautiful way to end the book, you know, telling us, keep your ego in check to where you can love other people, even when they do you wrong, you know, and I mean, that's, that's even a biblical principle, you know, or whatever religion for our our listeners. I know, you know, many people have different religions, but I think that that's a common theme among all of them, you know, which is, you know, just being a good person and, 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 and loving, loving your neighbor, you know, loving people and, and doing right by them. So for me reading, reading this after I finished the chapter, it was like the cherry on top basically. But I really would like to know, man, you know, like how, how you felt reading it, like, what what was the the feeling that you had, and you know just how do you feel like the book came full circle at at the end? Uh, no, the book definitely came full circle, bro. Um, this chapter for me
1: really really hit like the nail on the head because when it 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 talks about always loving in the way back that should be your response to everything right you should like your love should be your innate reaction to things that happen to you um if somebody knows you wrong you should respond with love if something else doesn't go right you should respond with love if a failure occurs you should respond to that failure with love and the biggest thing is learning to understand that you don't Have to be miserable just because other people are miserable around you. Right? So that's number one. You don't have to be miserable just because people are miserable around you. The second thing I learned was the fact that it's really easy to hate. Like it's extremely easy to hate. Hate comes as a result of blame. Right? So if you blame other people for doing some something towards you, then that gives you permission to start hating on them or to hate that because now that's a lot easier than having to go through the process of like reconciliation and love or understanding where they're coming from. It's a lot easier to just be like, nah, I don't want to know about that, I hate you, blah, 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 that's it. So learning the fact that it was really easy to hate, hate, not hate, mercy, there's that hunger coming in. It's really easy to hate. Um, Spoke, spoke to me just because if you respond to hate with love automatically, that love will diffuse that hate that's gone up, right? So for example, if you come to me and you're upset about something and I'm just like, all right, brother, I apologize, you're absolutely right. Love well, you know, Are you still gonna come at me like with that same energy? Right? Are you still gonna yeah, come at me right. with that level of like, being upset. No, you're not. Because one, I'm yeah. to your situation with love. And then two, I've understood that because it's really easy to hate. I need us to have an understanding. Personally, for me, I don't like to have disagreements with people because I automatically shut down or I'll step away. So for me, the best thing for me to do, first and foremost, is just to right here, right now, hash it out. And then we leave it with love. Right? Yeah. The last thing I took from this chapter was the fact that no matter what happens from the book, no matter what happens, you do your best to avoid having ego become part of the process. Do everything in your power to keep ego out, and that's because, like we've talked about throughout the book, um, ego can like ego can lift you up, but ego can really bring you down. So. You get this false sense of what your reality is really like. Versus if you leave your ego out, you'll have a very realistic understanding of where you are. And as a benefit of failure, I'm going to say benefit, as a benefit of failure, you can actually grow past where you thought you were capable of growing, right? So now it's not going to be, I fail, I blame others. No, I fail, okay, what can I learn from this? Or I succeed, or what can I learn from this? Or I'm aspiring to to win, oh what can I do to to learn as much as I can so I can grow. And not just grow to stop, but this book basically told me that you gotta keep growing. No matter what level you get to, there's gonna be more levels, right? There's gonna be something else you can you can get to. So never stop aspiring and success comes as a result of failure. That's really what it is. Failure is the preamble to succeeding. Light bulbs came from failure. planes came from failures right our medical geniuses came as a result of failing over and over again medicine today is not what medicine was 10 years ago medicine today is not what medicine was five years ago but it's through those trials and errors and failures that people have experienced that we're able to actually get what we some of y'all listening to this podcast may not realize, or may not remember, there was a time that we had this wonderful thing called dial-up internet, right? AOL was all the rage, and having to find that sweet spot between choosing to use your phone or choosing to use the internet, right? But then, from the amount of failures that came from that, they created this even more amazing thing called high-speed. The back compared to what we have now, that high-speed is like maybe not airplane. They created this thing called high-speed internet, and then they kept progressing and progressing, but they only progressed because things went wrong as they tried to progress. And instead of blaming other people around you, or blaming other people next to you, the same thing has to happen for you, where you see, okay, even though I'm here today, even though I'm winning right here, even though I'm succeeding in this class, understand that the long-term game is that you have to keep growing no matter what, Because as soon as you stalemate, just from a very realistic point, as soon as you stalemate, people don't catch up with where you are. But then, if you let ego happen, it's dangerous because when people catch up with where you are and you allow ego to still be part of the process, you start resenting yourself or those around you because now they're doing well and you're not. So keep ego out of all your decisions, keep ego out of all your experiences, or try to avoid it to the best of your ability. That's what I got from that chapter. And all in all, just, just learn how to love, not just yourself, but everybody else around you. you know, be, be the number one fan for your friends. Support them in all their endeavors. If they win and you don't win, cheer them on. You know, because your turn will come. Every I believe that everybody puts in work and eventually your turn will come. So you gotta learn how to cheer people on while it's still their turn. You gotta learn how to cheer yourself on when it's your process. Because if you do all that and avoid ego, y'all, I promise you guys that one day you'll look back and you'll be like, wow, this literally was all worth it. I can personally attest to that. That things right now may look tough, but give it a couple of months. Give it six months. Things will look different in six months than they did the six months previous.
0: Just learn how to
1: respond to all those things with love. That's all I got.
0: Wow. <laughs> so guys, um, there you have it. Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Great book. So happy for the growth that, that we've experienced from reading this book. And I mean, I don't, there, there's no need for me to, to even say any more than what Paul said. You know, I, I think you hit everything perfectly. And you showed how the book came full circle, man. So guys, as always, you know, we, we really appreciate you. Next week, we will be starting our new book, which is The Wealthy Gardener. So get ready for that. That one is going to be, it's gonna be a, a nice mind shift for, for a lot of people. So stay tuned for that one. Um, but with that being said guys thank you so much for listening remember first you must know yourself then you can know who you are meant to be thanks for listening to the rooted d podcast and we'll see you next week take care guys
1: we hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast we're so happy that you decided to join us this week As we go forward, we just ask that you continue to share your thoughts with us, message us on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you can find us on our social platforms. If you have any questions, also feel free to ask them there as well. As we go into this next week, I hope that you guys are able to just take the lessons that we've shared today, the experiences that we've shared today, and apply them to your own life so that you too can be able to enhance your own personal experience. Don't forget to be the most vulnerable version of you and just remember that you do matter and you have a story to share as well. We'll see you guys next time.